0: When TPT Forward 2024 was announced and they said that there would not be a virtual version of the conference for this year. I know there were many teacher sellers that were bummed out because they may not be able to make it to San Diego for one reason or another, but I think this is a blessing in disguise because there is a completely virtual conference that did so fantastic last year. It was easily one of my favorite conferences, and and that is the Teachers Seller Summit. The great thing about this is that it also takes place in the summer. This is from June 27th through the 30th, and if, of course, it's all online. You have not only pre-recorded sessions, but you also get live events. So, what I wanted to share with you about right now is information about this Teachers Seller Summit and how you can level up your business from the comfort of your own home. There are sessions about perfecting your product listings, creating print-on-demand workbooks, opening up your own shop, and diversifying your income streams. But not only that, you can also connect with successful teacherpreneurs and industry experts to take your TPT or teacher business to the next level. Here's what's in store. You have in-depth sessions about mastering key business skills, both on and off TPT with insights from experienced speakers, a variety of networking opportunities where you can connect with business owners worldwide, swap ideas and learn from each other's successes, practical tips and strategies with actionable techniques to succeed, whether you're just starting out or you're aiming higher. And additionally, there are live Q&A panels, a private podcast for on-the-go learning, and so much more. I'm presenting at this conference, and my session is about three keys to a successful TPT store brand. So you may be wondering, what does this cost? What's the investment on this? And there are early bird tickets available through April 30th for $99, and you can save nearly 25% by just purchasing in the month of April. But if you're listening to this, and it is past April, but not yet June. So May and June, if you're listening to this. You can still purchase tickets to this conference for 129. You will get a 90-day pass to all 40 sessions, live Q&A panel discussions, virtual hangouts, co-working spaces, private podcast If this sounds like something you're really interested in, you can check out my affiliate link in the description where you're listening to this episode. I hope I can see you there. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of the Creative Teacher Podcast. This is a continuation of what we talked about with Emily Bryant earlier this week Except we're shifting from income tax to sales tax, I decided to ask her just a little bit about if TPT sellers were wanting to diversify and sell off the marketplaces like TPT or Etsy, and they might want to sell on their own website like WooCommerce or with Shopify. And I asked her a couple of questions as far as best practices for collecting sales tax. Should taxes even be collected on your website and how that process works? So we have a bonus episode with her answers, and hopefully you're going to get some great insight on having taxes and dealing with sales taxes on your store website. There's still so much to be covered because I know like (laughs) one of the main things or things that people are talking about right now is selling on their website And I guess, I mean, I'm just going to ask since you're here, but as far as um, like, there's something called Nexus where certain, you know, there's, it depends on the state you're in. Of course, every state is different. Some are similar. But if somebody on TPT, you know, they have a TPT store and they want to sell their products on their website, like through WooCommerce or Shopify or something like that. What are some best ways to like legally, you know, still be okay with collecting taxes and trying to figure out, you know, with all the different states, how that would work? Or would it just be best to just do it all like tax-free? What are your thoughts on that?
1: (laughs) Well, the all tax-free is probably not the way to go. Um, (laughs) So what we're talking about right now that we ventured, so we had been talking about income tax. Mm-hmm. And we are now venturing into sales tax, mm-hmm. which is a different tax and it's different taxing agency. So the IRS is not involved in sales tax. This is a state by state department of revenue right. sort of discussion here. Mm-hmm. And nexus is, uh, there are two types of nexus. So trying to figure out, do are you do you have to pay sales tax in what state? Like that's kind of your question, right? Right. Yeah. And- to answer that, there are two, you got to look at two things. One, do you have physical nexus? And there's the other one is the economic nexus, but let's we'll start with the physical one because that's the easiest. Mm-hmm. So physical nexus, where are you located? I am in Georgia. I sell digital projects products in Georgia. Mm-hmm. I am here. I have physical nexus in Georgia. Mm-hmm. I would then have to go look at Georgia's laws to see is what I'm selling taxable, Mm -hmm. like for sales tax? And you would go look and you'd be like, ah, digital downloads are not taxable. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So, but if I sold something physical and shipped it, now I have sales tax. Gotcha. However, I have employees in South Carolina. I have Mm -hmm. one in Florida and I have one in Texas and one in Michigan. And I, so I have to go look (laughs) at every Mm -hmm. one. Of those states to see what their laws are, because okay. I have a physical nexus. My business has dealings like with that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a drop shipper, so if you're creating boxes and you're selling, I don't know, these like school boxes or something, and you have a drop shipper, um, I think I had one like where they're in Texas or something, and mm-hmm. that you just like process an order, they create the order and ship the order for you. You don't have to do anything. Right. That creates physical nexus. If you have a contractor in a different state that has created physical nexus, Hmm. so you have to go do the same process. So you got to go look at it's is my things that I sell there taxable? Mm -hmm. Um, So all of that. Do you recommend like? Do you can be frustrating.
0: Him? I know. Yes. Oh gosh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can be frustrating. So say Why can't we all do like everybody on the same page? But of course, it's not like that. So
1: <laughs> no, because there's you know fifty states. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> and
1: so once you've gone through that exercise, you now have to look at part two: is do you have economic nexus? Mm-hmm. Which is, and this one gets more complicated, and where you know I don't really touch sales tax a whole lot because I try to keep it away from it because it's a huge pain in the butt Mm -hmm. because of this economic nexus,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, which is, have you sold? So there are basically, if you sell, was it two years ago now? Um, There was a Supreme Court ruling that got overturned. It was Wayfair and something, I think, Okay, Um, which basically means that every state can now tax you on anything you sell in their state. Oh. However, that's like a monstrosity of, right. you know, the digital space of selling easily, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the e-commerce space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have installed or instilled uh, thresholds. Now, generally speaking, they have all sort of by now evened out to roughly the same amounts mm-hmm. just to try to make it easier. But you still have to like, look at all of them. I right. just, I ran into, um, a, uh, it's another t- TPT accountant. Uh, I can't remember her name right now. Shoot. Um, she had a little mini course on sales tax and kind of explained this and has a spreadsheet about what these thresholds are. Mm-hmm. Now, typically it's about, you have to sell hundred thousand dollars in that state and, but sometimes, or 200 products. Mm. So okay. as a TPT seller, it's sometimes it can be easy to like hit that 200 right. product mark but like you're not hitting a hundred thousand dollars in that one state mark. Right. So you wouldn't have to worry about it. So it's just like, it's, it's complicated now for the most part, like depending on how much you sell. And I have some sellers that sell like a lot and but mostly the sellers that I kind of talk to is they are not going to meet that economic threshold. Mm -hmm. And if they did, like if the if there were, because at one point, Kansas was like one of the only ones was like, you sell anything, you owe us money. <laughs> and I was like, okay, don't worry about it because if Kansas wants to come after you for the $2 that you owe them for sales tax, sure, here.
0: Yeah, here you go. Because <laughs>
1: like, you will spend more money trying to figure it out than just like them discovering it, figuring it out. And you mm-hmm. just like, here you go, here's your penalty. It was way cheaper than hiring an accountant.
0: Right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And then do you recommend any tools to like keep track of all of that if you were to like sell separately outside of TPT?
1: Um, yeah, so there is, uh, it's actually like, ugh, it's even with TPT is really frustrating. Um, so there are TaxJar and Avalara are the two big, like two kind of main, main apps in that space. Mm-hmm. um, the thing with TPT is, so they're, they are what is considered a marketplace facilitator. So mm-hmm. TPT files sales tax on your behalf. Mm-hmm. If you sell on Etsy, it's the same thing. They're a marketplace facilitator. Amazon, same thing. So mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about sell, uh, sales tax if you're selling on those platforms. But if you're selling using Shopify, on your own website with WooCommerce, you have to worry about this. Mm-hmm. But some states, you are required... To report all of your sales, back that out on mm-hmm. what like was sold, like all sales. And when I say all sales, I mean including TPT. Okay. But TBT doesn't give you enough information to be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's really frustrating. Uh, and so you do the best you can. Yeah. Um, yeah, And you try to make sure that you're paying the tax that you're supposed to be paying, and so you file it as, here are the taxable sales uh, that I'm responsible for.
0: Okay. That good to um, so, know.
1: So until TDT kind of, you know, <laughs> catches up there. <laughs> and yeah. I talked to them at the conference, but <laughs> yeah. it'll be a while. That's yeah. well, yeah, well, still
0: good to know. Thank you for those bonus like nuggets for as far as sales tax. I know most of what we're talking about today is income tax, but still, I appreciate the bonus tips because I know I'm sure a lot of people had questions on that as well. So... Thanks for tuning in to the Creative Teacher Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, feel free to subscribe and leave a review. I'd love to hear your feedback. You can also find me on Instagram at The Southern Teach. I cannot wait for you to join me in the next episode for more tips and inspiration. Have an amazing day. Let's find out what's working well for you in your TPT store. Introducing the free TPT store audit for teacher sellers. After over 10 years on TPT and with many flops and mistakes under my belt, I've been able to hone in on my strengths and what my audience wants. Digging deep into what's working and what's not working in my store has yielded amazing results with continuous growth year over year. Inside your free self-guided TPT store audit, you'll get important audit questions covering areas from storefront design to sales and performance, guided questions to help you reflect and analyze your results, and a video walkthrough filled with valuable tips for successful implementation. Don't miss out. Head over to thesouthernteachdesigns.com forward slash TPT audit, or you can check out the link in the description.